Welcome to day 126 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 1, and 1 Chronicles chapter 17, with a focus on 1 Chronicles chapter 17, verses 11 through 14. When your days are fulfilled to walk with your fathers, I will rise up your offspring after you, one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. I will not take my steadfast love from him as I took it from him who was before you, but I will confirm him in my house and in my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forever. This is one of those readings I really enjoy because it is another, uh, what we would call, messianic prophecy. This is God actually promising Christ. And at the same time, he is still very much affirming Solomon and the temple that's coming. But it's it's got layers to it. It's got layers to it. This is also what you would consider part of the Davidic pro- uh, covenant. So there's lots happening here to unpack David wanted to build a house for God. God said, no, it's going to be your son. He's going to build a place for my spirit to dwell. And the temple is going to be an important part moving forward throughout all of Israel's history, even up to present day. It still holds for the people of Israel a a huge reverence. It's still the place where a lot of their identity rests. So when God confirms that Solomon... David's son is going to build the temple and that David's throne will be established forever. He is still talking about the very literal line of David. And he's talking about the literal temple, but he's also talking about Christ and how Jesus is going to come and build the temple, God's true temple that will endure forever. And Christ will become the king that sits on the throne and be established forever. In fact, God's language, and he will be a son to me, and I will be a father to him. This is a direct uh, revelation of part of the Trinity and the triune relationship, right? Specifically between father-son. And it's just neat to see it here within the Old Testament. And when we, we're lucky because we get to see the Bible in its finished glory, right? We, we get to We know how it ends. We know Jesus comes and he does the job and he conquers evil for good. And we walk in the best covenant, the perfect covenant that that covers a multitude of sins and saves us from our sinful selves. And here, because we know what happens, because we know Jesus descended from the line of David, we can see this with new eyes. We can see this layered as both a literal prophecy of what is coming soon and then the prophecy that God is essentially telling David, hey, the Messiah is going to come from your line too. And that's the neat thing about Scripture is when we go back to it, because God is just outside of time, so he sees it all at once. We go back to Scripture and the Old Testament makes the New Testament come alive and the New Testament gives new meaning and weight to the Old Testament. And I just love this. I love that God is being both literal with David's actual son and then literal with David's actual line, and yet still referring to his long-term plan since Genesis chapter 3, that the one who's going to crush the serpent's head is coming, and it is encouraging, and it's uplifting. I hope that we always come to Scripture and we say, God, show me something I've missed. Speak to me. 
And he will. He, he is quick to show us just how wonderful he is. And he's quick to show us new things every day. And as we build into that relationship, you know, we get to see his promises fulfilled. But ultimately, I'll be honest, I'm happy that I get to live in the fulfilled promise of the Messiah on this side of it with re- uh, redemption and forgiveness. And it's a wonderful thing. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.